Marcus Sahaba Online Radio, empowering the Ummah. esteemed listeners of Sirius FM and Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah. We welcome you to our program, The Bliss of Marriage. We still make dua for Mulana Arafat for his recovery. The date today is the 3rd of Dhul Qada, 1444, corresponding to their Gregorian calendar, the 24th of May, 2023. We welcome our Honorable Mufti Sahib, Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussain Sahib. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Barakallahu feekum wa zaid khan. Jazakallahu khairan. Mufti Sahib, the question is in our society, how should we punish children who are transgender? Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Nahmaduhu wa nuswalli ala Rasulihi al-Kareem. Amma ba'd. All praise is due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Anything we want to know, our first point of reference must be the Noble Qur'an and thereafter the Sunnah Mubarakah, the teaching, preaching of Habibuna Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. In Surah Nisa, chapter number 4, and verse number 32, Almighty Allah Jalla Wala speaks of all these issues. Wala tatamannaw, never have these desires. Ma Allahu bihi ba'dakum ala ba'd. What merit, virtue, Almighty Allah gave some for you over the others. The women, they get pregnant, they give birth, and they breastfeed. So the women, men must not think that now we also want to do these type of things. So the men are meant to be the people who work outside and be the breadwinner and they will be the head of the family and so forth. So that is the function of the men. So now we want to change everything like in today's modern society. So Almighty Allah says, we must not have those hopes and aspirations. For men is their share what they're going to earn and so forth. And for women is whatever their share is, what they are going to earn. Beg all Allah from His grace, from His mercy, and so forth. Chapter 4, verse number 32. When Satan, Lucifer, Shaitan was expelled from Jannah and Paradise, so obviously he said, I'm not going to stay alone day in Jahannam. So he took various oaths, and one oath he took was, That I will command them, I will command them, human being, that they will change the creation of all, chapter 4, verse 119. So that is what we see today. Before we even speak of the children being transgender and so forth, we need to speak of the parents. The parents need a good threshing before all that. I give you an example in Lens what happened. So you must remember there was one boy, youngster. So now he suddenly, his body started shaking and you know, all these type of things. So they called the paramedics and so forth and they called him Ahmed or Muhammad, whatever. So when the parents came, they called him Zainab. So now they also confused but this guy is a boy. So how come their parents are calling him Zainab? So they asked the parents, they said, no, that this guy was a normal guy, but what happened was, must be got influence with some movies or some friends or some bad elements. Now he decided he's 10 years old, 12 years old, 15 years old, 16, 18, whatever. Now he decided from Adam, he wants to become Eve. So he wants to become from Ahmed Muhammad to Zainab. So he went for medication and he started taking all the tablets and what. Now his body is undergoing all this shaking and his, you know, all these things here. So that is what's happening. So they also shaking their head. We calling him Ahmed Muhammad, but the parents are already calling him Zainab or whatever female name they chose. 
So who's to blame? So the parents said he wanted it, we gave consent, so it's fine. So people like that, if you apply the Islamic law, the jurisprudence, straight away, they leave the child first, they the parents, they themselves become murtad straight away. So you must remember that Allah created your son, your daughter, chapter 42, surah to surah, verses 49, 50. Allah, look at the words Allah uses, and you're the perfect example of that mosaic. Allah Ta'ala says, Surah 42, verse 49, يَهَبُ لِمَيْ يَشَاءُ inasa. Allah Ta'ala grants and gives as a gift, as a present to whomsoever he wishes, daughters. So, mashallah, you got three, four daughters. So, Allah spoke of daughters. إِنَّ اللَّهَ قَدَّمَ الْإِنَاسَ عَلَى الزُّكُورِ Allah Ta'ala spoke first about daughters. Then he spoke about the sons and the boys and all that for the parents. Why? Because in that society, like in the Arabs, like the India today, that you must remember thousands of children when they go for the gender test and it is said it's a girl, then she will go for an abortion, she will destroy it, we don't want daughters. So you must remember Allah forbid. So the Quran speaks of this Waida Bushira Ahadum Bil Unsa When they were given the news that their wife gave birth to a baby girl, their faces would become dark and they would be furious. Now the girl would grow up, the baby daughter, they will hide from the people, and then when the child, the baby girl grows up, they will dig up a grave, and they will bury her alive, infanticide. And then the child will be asked on day of Qiyamah, what crime did you commit that you were murdered and killed? So therefore, Islam says feticide is haram. What our Muslim ladies are also doing, Allah forbid. We don't say all, but we'll say many going for abortion, call it feticide, call it abortion, call it termination of pregnancy. Islam, we call it murder. In Islam, we call it murder. And remember that, so yeah, that Quran says, chapter 42, verses 49, 50, Yahabu, Allah is giving you a gift, and then you see that all Allah gives you sons only like that. Where I grew up, I was born, right? So we, so our set is, we are three brothers and two sisters, three brothers including me and two sisters. But my neighbors, both Muslim, one had two daughters, no sons. One had five daughters, no sons. So they all used to fight to play with me when we were young, you know. So this, because they had no brothers and so forth. So now Allah says he's giving you a gift. But now you parents say, no, we're not happy with what Allah gave. We will change the gender, you see. So this now the medical association in America says on the form you can't fill in boy or girl in some places that the child must choose which gender he wants to be. You see, now that four-year-old child, six-year-old child will write, "I he's born boy, but he can write I'm a girl. She's born girl, and she can write no me I'm Tom Dick and Harry and this." So this, if it's not shaitani fitna and the jali fitna, then what is it? So, and the Muslims got herd mentality today. In the Muslim mind today, Arab countries, Muslim countries, and Muslims throughout the world, majority of them, not all, but majority, whether it's 55%, 60 65%, 70%, in their mind is embedded, in their hearts is embedded, the West is the best and white is right. So that they will say, well, it's right what they're doing. You'll see, they'll say, it's their choice. What must we do? So that is all shaitani at these things here. So before we say what punishment the children must get, so the parents must get the biggest punishment because they're giving consent for all these things here. If the child is not baalik, is not mature, so there's no punishment for him. Rufiyal qalamu an salas. So the pen is removed, you must remember, from three categories. Anis hatta yahtalim. From the children who are not baalik, not mature. 
from the person who's mad and insane till he recovers and for them remember the person who's sleeping till he wakes up in his sleep is uttering a lot of words so it's not valid that so the hadith authentic in Abu Dawood Mishka Sharif the issue is chapter 66 verse 6 Ya ayyuhalladhina amanuku anfusakum wa ahalikum nara Iman walo, O you who believe, 89 different places, Quran has mentioned this phrase, save yourself and save your children and progeny from the fire. So that is where we are today. Muftisab, a mother says, I'm, I'm highly worried for my son because recently a Shia imam lectured at UJ where my son attended. I heard Muftisab is lecturing there. Can you please address the issue of Shias? So you must remember that you know that the universities have their own protocol and so forth and so on. So sometimes they tell us we must not touch this type of topics and so forth in our lecture. But when I go there, then I stay there for one hour, one and a half, two hours after that. And then it is not a lecture, but interaction with the students. And there I tell them they can ask whatever they want to. So tell your son he must come there this week, Friday, Auckland Park, UJ, you must remember that. And he must stay for the proceedings and the Q&A after the Jummah Khutbah and Salat, the sermon, prayer, Sunnah, Nafil. Then I'll be there, minimum one hour. And inshallah, whatever questions they got, we'll answer it. we got no problem. We are very clear on this issue. Anybody agrees with what Khomeini and them say, such people are 100% kuffar. Khomeini writes in Tawdihul Masail, you can make muta for one hour, Allah forbid. He writes in Zublatul Ahkam, La Tawarutha Bainahuma, there's no inheritance, 100% prostitution. He writes, you must remember in Kashful Asfar, Asrar, that remember Sayyidina Umar and them are non-Muslims. The greatest Sahaba, you want to make non-Muslims, Allah forbid. Then you see what the Iranian regime did. I went myself. So I can give you the exact dates. I left on first Rabiul Oval. I landed there on first Rabiul Oval from South Africa, Johannesburg, Dubai, Dubai, Tehran. I landed there and it was just before Zohar time. And remember, it was a Monday morning, first Rabiul Oval. And I came back on 13th Rabiul Oval. So when we were putting the bags, the luggage in the car, the taxi guy's name there, so there he were to take us around everywhere. His name was, you must remember that uh, his name was Allah Sulli Allah Sayyidina Muhammad. Muhammad. That his name was, inshallah the name will come. So that he was taking us around everywhere. There, you know, that was what I made condition. I don't want anybody with us and all these things here. So anyway, so I then Zohar Adhan went. And that's what I heard first time, you know, everywhere then I used to hear that. Ashadu Anna Muhammad Rasulullah Aliyun Waliyullah. So the and then he took us straight to Khomeini's grave. So I said, this man is not Muslim, he's kafir. He got the shock of his life, you know. So you must remember all these things. So this was first Rabiul Oval, Monday, 2013. And on the 5th of Rabiul Oval, that Friday, then we were visiting different places. So Kashan, you must remember that. So in Kashan, that is where they got the murderer of Sena Umar radiallahu Zari, Zari was his name. So you see, read Durud Sharif, Allah will put in your head. So Zari was his name. So that, so Zari, I told, he took me, I told him he must take me there. You know, in the starting first two days, then I told him he got the paper, I got the paper where he must take me. So I told him, take me first there to go change money. You see, because there in the airport, that bank wasn't working and a lot of stories. So anyway, that, uh, then we went there in Kum. We went to the Sarraf, money exchanger. So when we went there, I gave $1 for example. I gave $100, but I'm just giving you $1 example to make it easy for you. So they gave me 33,000 Iranian rials. How much? 33,000 Iranian rials for one U.S. dollar. So I felt very nice, 100 I gave them, so I became a millionaire, you know. So in my pocket I had million, I felt nice, you know. So the, then we went to the hotel, all these things here and then. So then Zari, I tell him next day I want to go here, he says not on the list. I say, see Zari, that lunch you're going to have with me every day that I'm here. 
and you must order the best food, you see, and you don't pay anything, I'll pay. Because mine was such, I can't eat their meat, I can't eat their chicken, so I used to eat fish and vegetable and so forth, fruit and that, you know. So he used to wonder that this guy is a very good fish he caught, like, you know, that he's giving me all the best food and I'm paying. So after that, I tell him, Zari, we're going here, going here. He said, 100%, we're going. Wherever you say, boss, we're going there, you see. Because the lunch is on me, you see. It works both ways, you see. So then I told him, you want to go there. He told me, I'll take you right till there. It wasn't on the list initially. So he took me there. Always remember Kashan. Kashan is very calf, alif, not kof, calf. It is calf, alif, shin, alif, noon. Very famous for carpets and so forth. So there you will find the murder of Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala and, and his name is Fairuz and Abu Lu'lu al-Majusi, fire worshipper. He murdered and martyred Sayyidina Umar radiallahu These kuffar Shias, Sayyidina Umar radiallahu anh, time they got Islam. You must remember if you look the Gregorian calendar 640, from 640 to 1500, Iran was a Sunni country. In 1501, then Ismail Safavi, the Shia, came and he slaughtered and massacred after he built up his murids and students and all that, the Sunni scholars. Imam Muhammad bin Hassan Shaybani, student of Imam Abu Hanifa, Ustad of Imam Shafi'i, rahimahullah. Remember, he's buried there in Iran, but you won't find nowhere Nam Nishan. He's buried in Ray. You remember, Ray and Tehran are twin cities. I went to Ray also. You won't find no name, no sign, no nothing. That's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So they destroy all the Sunni sites and so forth. So what Muslim are you talking about? 100% Pakka Kuffar. And these Mulvis and Sheikhs and Imam who can't pass fatwa, we consider them traitors, remember that. Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said in the hadith in, in Tirmidhi Sharif, when you see people reviling, swearing, cursing my companions, my Sahaba, فَقُولُوا then say, who saying this? رَحْمَةُ لِلْعَالَمِينَ صلى الله عليه وسلم He, Habibuna وسلم, who was a mercy to the entire universe. He said, say, you the Ummah, لَعَنَةُ اللَّهِ عَلَىٰ شَرِّكُمْ Allah's curse is upon you for the people who are swearing, cursing Sahaba on the evil you are perpetrating and committing. So remember that, that is what we are practicing on. We say Khomeini, La'anahullah, and all the Shias and so forth. So our stance is very, very clear. We're not those scholars for dollars or those people who sit on the fence. When you sit on the fence, you are committing a major offense. Remember that. Quran speaks about difa and about defending the honor of Sahaba. Namus Sahaba karna To protect the honor, dignity of Sahaba is compulsory. If you don't do that, there's, there's doubt on your iman, whether you're a Muslim or not. So suffer. They say they were the people who, Surah 9, verse 79, the people who would laugh and mock and, you know, criticize the Sahaba who were contributing for the battle of Tabuk in Rajab, the ninth year of the Hijrah. Sayyidina Uthman radiallahu 1,000 gold coins, 300 camels. Sayyidina Bakr Siddiq, everything he had he brought. Sayyidina Umar Farooq, half the things he had he brought. They say that Murain, Murain, you're just showing off. Some Sahaba came with four dates, six dates, eight dates, half pound, half kilo, half like that. They say you're wasting time with this. They were mocking the Sahaba, scoffing the Sahaba. Allah say, how dare you do that? Sakhir Allahu minhum. Remember, Allah Ta'ala says, are they Allah will mock them and they'll think they're going to Jannah and they'll fall. Wallahum azabun alim, straight in Jahannam. I'm telling you something now. Every person who is arguing with me, they even sued me 10 million and all that on this topic. You must remember that. Every person who opposed what we are saying, year after is year after, everyone suffered such terrible disasters in their life here in this world. How many guys I told, and one, two guys I told them in the masjid, they were defending Khomeini and thus, I told them, see, if that is your stance, I'm telling you now, you will die a non-Muslim and you will die out of the fall of Islam. And it happens like that. How can you give Khomeini and them preference mm-hmm. over Sahaba? Where's your common sense? You must remember this type of thing. 
Quran is praising Sahaba and all the Sahaba. Chapter 57, verse 10. And you want to come and tell me, Khomeini writes in Tahrirul Wasila, you can commit bestiality with your cow, with your goat, with your sheep, with your camel, and what and what, and then you might just burn it, or you might just bury it, or you might sell it in another town. Which person in his right mind can think and do all these kind of things? You must be really, you know, blind or you got no iman to believe in characters like this and so forth. So Allah protect us. So tell your son he must come. Hundred percent we are ready. But they don't tell they don't tell me no, we mustn't speak these topics there, even at these universities, you understand? Because they say that no, then there will be problem, maybe somebody go spy there to the authorities and then they might take the musalla away and lot of stories and all that. So therefore we don't touch this topic in the lecture, but deliberately I stay there for one hour so that I can one hour is minimum so I can interact and I tell them the floor is open they can ask any questions they want to Muftisab we have a listener who's paying attention and they said uh, please tell Muftisab the driver's name is Zari Zari I mentioned it many times you see actually I was in my mind I was getting confused with Zari and Yasir when I had that debate there you must remember there in Kum, so that Sheikh there is Safiullah. He was there 15 years in 2013. So now he's another 10 years. So 25 years he's there now. So you must remember, and one youngster was there, Yasir. So Yasir is witness to all this. You understood that I defeated him, everything, and I de- challenged him there. I said, tomorrow I'm going on A, on CII. So you come, we have a live debate. That is Safiullah. So he refused and that. So I told Yasir, you told me you bring an expert who won. He said, uncle, uncle, you won. Every time he uncle, uncle, you see. So this type of thing. So I said, you mustn't lie. You see that. So they all know about it and this thing. And that's why when I came to Tehran, I just stopped at the airport and I started my tour. Then the last three, four days, I came back to Tehran. And then we visited everywhere and that, that. 9, 10th, 11, 12th, and all that. 13th, I came back. The 12th, Rabiul Oval was a Friday and all that. So anyway, cut long story short, so when I was there in Tehran, then these guys, Khomeini's guys, special guys, they made sure they invite me. So I was wondering how come they knew where I, then I put two and two together. The Safiullah, he gave them, we say, you better corner this guy, he defeated me, you see. So they want to bribe me up with thousands and thousands and all these type of things. Allah Ta'ala saved us, you know. And that remember this also from 12 Rabiul Awal. I never knew all this. When I went there, I learned it. Every year between 12 Rabiul Awal and 17 Rabiul Awal, they have Mu'tamar. They have a big conference. What is the theme of the conference? They say Sunni say Miladun Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam the honorable auspicious birth of the Master Islam 12 Rabiul Awal. Shias the Kufar they say 17 Rabiul Awal. So therefore five days you must remember they have Mu'tamar At-Takhareeb Baina Ahli Sunnah Wa Ahli Shia. How Shias and Sunnis can come nearer to one another. How you can come near me when you're swearing the best and greatest companions. You swear Sayyidina Bakr, you swear Sayyidina Umar, you swear Sayyidina Usman, you swear our mother Sayyidina Aisha and all that, Hazrat Hafsa, radiallahu anhu majma'in. So what unity are you talking about? So people are living in the dream world when they think, speak all this kind of nonsense, remember that. Sisa, a person says, my mother is alone and I wanted to move in with myself and my wife. But they don't get along, so I'm scared, Mufti Sab. What must I do? Very easy. You must live together. But how you must live together, you know you get the granny flat. So you stay in one house and your mother stays in the granny flat or outbuilding or whatever. Or you must remember you get two houses that are very, very close to one another and so forth. So in that way, the, the main thing is that as she is right, your wife is right. Islamically, you have to give her a separate house. You must remember that whatever she does for your mother, she's just doing a favor. It's not compulsory upon her. It's compulsory upon you as the son. It's compulsory upon your sisters as the daughters and so forth so all that meme tutu jagra fight and all that comes in the kitchen comes in the bedroom bathroom all that yeah 
So keep them separate and keep them nearby one another. And don't impose upon your wife that she must go every day and every second day to your mother and all that. You go and do everything, and when she wants to go, then she will go and so forth and so on. So the problem comes when you start imposing upon her. And Islamically, you must remember, you cannot impose upon her. She must do this for your mother. And if she does it, she's doing it from the goodness of her heart. See, I teach you a lesson. You see, my mother-in-law, I give you my story. I got 10 brother-in-laws. You know, my wife got 10 brothers. And she came last. You see, Hazrat Madani, Rahmatullah Alayhi, Hazrat Sheikh Islam, Hazrat Mohana Hussain Ahmad Madani, Nawarallah Marqadahu, he passed away in 57. In 55, he went for Hajj, 1955. So my father-in-law, mother-in-law went with steamer, with boat, with ship from Durban, you see. And there they met Hazrat Maulana. Then it became, my father-in-law became murid of Hazrat Shaykhul Islam, Hazrat Maulana Madani, Rahmatullahi. So they travel in the same ship, everything. So they must have told Hazrat also, they themselves, by Baytullah, Makkah, Madina, Mina, Arafat, Muzdalifa, they made dua. After a few years, then she was born, you see? So in that way there. So now her mother went blind. My mother-in-law, blind. So I told her, see that you know, with all due respect to all your sister-in-laws, meaning my brother-in-law's wives, that what they're going to do for your mother and you as a daughter, what you're going to do, they won't be able to do what you can do. So you convince your mother and bring her here, and then we will look after her. You know how many duas she is to give. So when I started my media career, 2001, my first broadcast live on air, 22nd January, I came here to Lanasia on the 16th. I left Newcastle 15th. I spent the night there in Heidelberg. And 16th, I came here, here where I am now. And remember that we had to fix up the house and a lot of stories. So anyway, the next Monday then, the 22nd, I started. So then after that, we brought her here. So I used to tell her, Masi, we should speak Gujarati, you see. So I speak Gujarati. She taught me a lot of Gujarati. I say, Kiraya vi Devanu. You have to pay rental. You can't stay free of charge here and all that. So she says, right, I must pay. So I asked her, now, how much are you going to pay? So she said, how much you want? So I say, every day you must read two rakat salat. Allah make everything easy for me. Because I'm starting a career, I don't know anything. Till now, I don't know. You'll know I don't know anything about this. I just know how to speak. So she said, right. So whenever I come back, so she say I paid your rental already. You see, it was just like a joke we used to make. So like that. So she passed away, yeah. So now, so now you don't have regret. So like that, you must explain people that if you want to do khidmat, then you do khidmat from the bottom of your heart. Not to show people and all these type of things, yeah. But today, people not interested in taking duas. They're only interested in taking money. That's all. You see, even the children, you say, make dua, you say, give money. They don't come, give me coins, give me paper money. So the children also, we train them like that. Remember these things here. Yeah. So that is what we must learn in that. So it's easy, brother. Don't break your head. So mashallah, just make two houses or make a granny flat or outbuilding. Or, and in that way, you get one nice maid to look after your mother. And mashallah, you go there as soon as, as much as possible. And your wife, whenever she can, but don't impose upon her. Then slowly, slowly, the love will grow, inshallah. Inshallah, we have reached our halfway point. We'll continue after the break. Bismillahi wa lajna wa bismillahi kharajna wa ala rabbina tawakkalna. Astaghfirullah al-Azim al-Ladhi la ilaha illa huwa al-Hayyu al-Qayyum wa atubu ilayhi Astaghfirullah al-Azim al-Ladhi la ilaha illa huwa al-Hayyu al-Qayyum wa atubu ilayhi 
مركز الصحابه وتدد حضرت موسى عليه السلام split the red sea or was it a river nile with the permission of allah i am confused kindly give me reference from the quran ustad almighty allah jalla wala uses the word bahar so bahar remember refers to an ocean so the red sea so that is what is meant not river nile so the sea that is what is meant when you open the story of nabi musa alayhi in various places you will see that almighty allah jalla wala speaks about the ocean and that is what you will find in surah baqarah that is what you will find in other parts of the noble quran as well that almighty allah jalla wala told nabi musa that you must bahar that you throw your stick on the ocean so that refers to the red sea so you'll find it in various places in the noble quran all the listeners out there who are tuning in radio al ansar who are listening via sirius fm and of course markaz sahaba the voice of ahlu sunnah wal jamaa monday night uh, the q and a with myself arafat bin ibrahim hatia and our beloved honorable fadilatul ustad hazrat mulana mufti abdul qadir hussein hafizahullah the Esteemed listeners of Sirius FM and Marqas Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Mufti Sahib, uh, myself and husband are going for Hajj. I'm so nervous to make mistakes. It is both our first time. Please advise me. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. MashaAllah, you're going for Hajj. You should be very, very happy. Yes, to feel a little bit anxious and worried and all that. That is something natural. But remember, you are the guest of Almighty Allah, Jalla Wala. So every day from now, and you know today is Wednesday, after Zohar, du'as are accepted, Imam Bukhari, Rahimahullah, mentioned, in Al-Adabul Mufrad, that what happens is, during the Battle of Khandak, the trench, we find Habibuna Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, made du'a, and the du'a was accepted. Sayyidina Jabir, radiallahu anhu, states, whenever he encountered difficulties, so remember, he is to turn to Almighty Allah, when is the afternoon, and Allah Ta'ala is to accept it. So we promote it. This morning, I sent out the advert also is Wednesday afternoon then make special dua even a person like Sheikh Albani said it is Hadith Sahih or Hadith Hassan meaning good Hadith you must practice on it so then every day mashallah after Zohar or after Maghrib after Isha or Ishraq time or Allah give Tawfiq Tahajjud time so you read two rakat Salat and read Wa arina manasikana wa tub alayna innaka anta tawwabu rahim surah 2 verse 128 and inshallah almighty Allah Jalla Wala will make easy for you so that is what you should do remember that that almighty Allah and every day give out charity as well and almighty Allah will make it easy for you so that is what you should do and beg almighty Allah Ya Allah we coming so we want to make the Matu Hajj so you go into Medina first then from there you fasten Ihram you make intention of Umrah only and then you stay in Makkah then go Azizia and then there you fasten Ihram for Hajj MashaAllah and I don't know if you were there in the seminar or something all of you who are going for Hajj and you don't have my Hajj Kitab and Dua Kitab and so forth so just send me a message don't make long long stories just put Hajj book or something and write, send it down send it to this number 071 1-888-1184 and we'll send you a PDF copy and in your leisure time you can read it so three quarter the questions you want to know you will find our question and answers there inshallah Aziz. Muftisa, a person says my in-laws are abusive and controlling and they force us to have Eid with them is there a rule to have Eid together? Remember that how many Eids there are in a year so there are two Eids so remember Eid al-Fitr Eid al-Adha 
So common sense is not common nowadays, you know. So you must tell, you must win your husband over one time, you see, and uh, speak to him nicely, make dua, read Rabbana, hablana min azwajina, wa dhurriyatina quratayun. Tell him, okay, after Ramadan, shawwal eat, we make by your parents. Eidul adha, because you got nine, ten days notice, you know exactly, I can give you the date now already. 29th of June, Thursday is Eidul adha, inshallah. So where's 29th of June and we have more than one month still left, you see. So you can prepare. So they go by your parents' house. So what must be the fight now all about? You tell me now. So common sense you'll just need, you know, but you'll want to do. The problem is what? We don't learn in Saniya. We learn Ananiya. What is Ananiya? It's the slogan of Shaitan. Allah Ta'ala commanded Iblis, Lucifer, Shaitan, make sajda to Adam alayhi salam. This sajda was out of sajda ta'zim, not sajda for ibadat in that. That is never ever permissible. And even today in our sharia, sajda ta'zim for ghayrullah besides Allah is not permissible. That time it was permissible. وَخَرُّوا لَهُ سُجَّدَى Nabi Yusuf alayhi salatu salam, his brothers and them fell down in sajda. So that time for ta'zim, respect, it was permissible. So nevertheless, the point I'm making here is this, that Almighty Allah, Jalla wa tells us that this Iblis, Lucifer, Abba, was takbara. He defied the command of Allah. Why? Based on jealousy. Was takbara. Then his pride and arrogance got the better of him. And then he even declared and said, Ana min, I'm better than you. So that is where the fight comes. That you, husband, say, I'm better than you. Wife, say, I'm better than you. Then the husband say, you don't do my way, you catch the highway. So then the wife say, okay, I'm going, and now you'll never see me again. I'm taking the children. Then that's where everything. Otherwise, common sense, we've got two Eids in every Islamic year. One year you make by the husband's parents, one time by your parents, then why must you all fight? So, but you'll do, you see, everybody wants it both ways. So that's where all the trouble comes and so forth. Muftisab, how can I strengthen my door in connection with Quran? Tomorrow night, my brother, my sister, is Thursday night in English. In our Islamic terminology is Laylatul Jumu'ah, the night of Friday. Hadith in Tirmidhi Sharif. In fact, I brought a paper for your time. So uh, it must be in my other kurta. So I read, I finish up here at 6 o'clock in the morning. You know, today also four, in this past two weeks, Hada min fadli rabbi, hada rahmatun mi rabbi. This is only the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah. So remember that 60 people plus embrace Islam. Alhamdulillah, Rabbillah. In the past two weeks, remember that. So what must we say? We only thank Almighty Allah for His ever-recurring favors and bounties. It's not we. It's Allah's fadl. We non-entities. We sinners, remember. But zalika fadlullah yu'tihi mayyasha. That uh, we made brother Ibrahim Anderson a Muslim. He was a pastor. Now he goes. He makes Dawah tabligh. He knows the Bible in and out. He shows the pastor this is wrong, that is wrong. Mm-hmm. They come, they say 100%. Now make me Muslim. You see, Monday night, 41, 42, 43 people embrace Islam. 42, and in the morning, one embrace. So 43. Now again, so in the past two weeks, 60 plus people embrace Islam. So we thank him also for our brother, remember Ibrahim Anderson. So the point I'm making here is this, that each one of us must know what is the truth, learn the truth, practice on the truth. And probably, what was the question about again? How to strengthen the Yeah, the door, right. So this thing, so when we finish at 6 o'clock, then I read sunnah here, I read sunnah here, then I go. Because Jamaat day in a masjid is 10 past 6. So it suits me fine. So when after Fajr, I give them also advice and all these type of things. So whatever the Imam reads, so I just take one ayat from there, elaborate, and today he read, Qurrabbi Zidni Ilma. So I spoke about knowledge, which dua you must read, Allah ma'inni asaluka ilman nafiya and all that. So when I was coming out, I saw one paper. So when I saw that paper, I looked at it, I put it in my pocket. So it must be there. I must take it out. I hope they don't go through it away. So you must, it said, how to become and strengthen your hips and so forth. 
So I looked at these du'as, so that you call amaliyat. Amaliyat means what some awliya, ullah, pious people, they said, read this, read this. But not none of that is authentic. When I say it's not authentic, meaning is not something mentioned that for hifs you must read this, or for in the hadith and that, none of that is mentioned. It's just man-made, right? So therefore, I always say that instead of teaching people that, we must teach them what is in Quran, what is in the Sunnah Mubarakah. Then we worry about man-made things and all that. So this is Hadith in Tirmidhi Sharif. So open for the Quran, you will find it there. So anyway, Sayyidina Ali radiallahu anhu came and he said, Ya Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi I learn and I forget. I learn and I forget. So he, Habibuna sallallahu alayhi told Sayyidina Ali, when Laylatul Jumu'ah comes, the night of Friday, tomorrow night, Thursday night. So after Maghrib, after Isha, any time, you read four rakat salat. Like how we read the Sunnah Muakkada of Zohar, before Zohar, like that. Surah Fatiha and then Surah Yasin. Surah Fatiha, Surah Dukhan. So chapter 44, 25th Supara, 25th Jews. Surah Fatiha, Surah Alif Lamim Sazda, in that sequence. And then Surah Fatiha, Surah Mulk, Surah Tabarak Al-Ladi. And then you must do so, O Ali, radiallahu an, salatan, O khamsan, O sab'an. Three consecutive weeks, or five, or seven. He came after some time, and he said, now perfect, famana si to badu. I don't forget now. So this is Nabi alayhi salam's prescription. So now which person's prescription can be better? Nobody. So that is what. And those of you teaching hips and that, you monazite, you got 10, 20 students. Example, I know you don't have this example. So when you teach them Amma, Jews and so forth, then leave now and start teaching them these four surahs. Teach them Surah Yasin. Teach them Surah Dukhan. Teach them Surah Alif Lam Mim Sazda. Teach them Surah Mulk. And then quick, quick you will see. They'll become Hafiz in six months, one year. My Ustad, Hazrat Mohana Salimullah Khan Sab Nawarullah Marqadahu. 27 days he became Hafiz. I asked him myself. You must remember that. There was no Hafiz Ramadan. He told the people, don't worry, may Imamat Karunga. So the, the 27 nights he finished the Quran, you see. Sheikh Shuraim, you know, I confirmed this also with him. Six months he became Hafiz and so forth. Like six months you get out of a lot of people. So like that, the Muslim. So the point I'm making here is this, and then, now we must go. I gave you Tirmidhi, now we go to something else. We go to Diwanu Shafi. I have it here upstairs in my library. Imam Shafi went to his teacher. What who is Shafi'i? He was born Rahimamullah in the year 150. Where? In Gaza, Palestine. And when he passed away, 204 in Cairo. He was 54 years only. And he had many teachers. So he went to his teacher Waki, Waki bin Jarrah. So now the poetry goes. Shakautu ila Waki in Ahivzi. I went to my beloved teacher Waki and complained my memory is getting too weak. And he guided me and said, don't commit sins, see. So therefore, I tell these youngsters who become Hafiz, I say, you see the TV, you must give it one kick, it must roll down out of your house. Then you will become good Hafiz. And the cell phone you got, you must take that phone away and get that Nokia one. Because the cell phone is troubling you too much. So he told me, don't commit sins. That this knowledge of Quran Sharif and Sunnah Mubarakah is nur, is radiance, is effulgence from Almighty Allah Jalla now the Sheikh, you'll say Sheikh Imam. Yes, then we say Mufatiya, we say Murtad, we say Kafir, out of the fall of Islam. So my students, he came long time ago, Asi. So I told them he knows Arabic. So when you was giving the khutbah, he will deliver the lecture, the trustees want. So you must read the khutbah and read this portion here. He'll understand. So shakautu ila waki insu ahivdi fa arshadani ila tarkil ma'asi fa innal ilma nurum min ilahi wa nurullahi la yutali asi. And Allah Ta'ala don't give nur to Asi. And you must point to him. You see? So Asi, they means people who commit major sins and all that you can... Allah don't... But for him, you must make it specific. 
So he got made, you know, stood to this type of things there. So we must know how to play. You called it Mokai Shanasi and Mardam Shanasi. On which occasion, what to say in front of people, what to say. You see, Mokai Shanasi. People invite me for Nikah. I go speak all about Talak or Janaza. I spoke right, but the occasion is wrong. So you must remember that. So that is what we must learn in this type of thing. Subhanallah, Muftisab, a person says, Muftisab always advises us to start something good on a Wednesday. Shukr, alhamdulillah, by listening to Muftisab's tafsir. I made intention this morning and started hifs after Fajr, alhamdulillah. I learned the first ruku today. Please make dua for me. I'm a female who is 60 years of age. MashaAllah, never lose hope. Remember that Hazrat Mohana Umar Palanpuri did the same thing. He went to Hazaji, Hazaji, Hazrat Mohanamul Hassan. He said, Abi Saat Sal I'm 60 years old. And everything like Allah has given us, you know, the whole world knows him. He was the spokesperson, you know, mutakallim of Jamaati Tabligh, like, you know. So Hazaji wouldn't give lectures. He would speak everywhere. So how many times I heard his lecture in, in this thing, in Karachi, then in South Africa and other places, in, in the Nizamuddin and all these places. So he, he told, nah, I want to become Hafiz. So Hazaji gave him permission. He was 60 years old, 60 or 60, whatever. But in his 60s, he started Hifs. So you, mashallah, sister. So you learned the whole Surah Baqarah first ruku excellent so every day you must learn weekend also you must learn don't make chutti you understood that's all the trouble come you say no now i started wednesday so wednesday thursday friday now saturday sunday i'll take it easy that is waswasa of shaitan when i was becoming half years now i'm giving you history now and geography <coughs> So, 8 o'clock, I was in bed. My one watch by my right ear. That time, no all this cell phone and mobile and all these things. Now also, I put five, six alarms. You understood on my cell phone. So, I put one phone, one watch by my right ear, one watch by my left ear. 3 o'clock, I must wake up. My beloved mother also comes. She see this guy. She say, you're reading Quran in your sleep. You see? So I say, what type you say? You're reading your sabak because I have to read to her, you see. So anyway, then I learn, I learn, I learn. Then she come, make all the stove and dust and put oil, koila and coal and, you know, lakri and wood and all these things. No all electric stove business all. Make fast milk and dust and all the tea and whatever. So then father must take me four, quarter past four. Half past four, we must be there to read sabak. That it was, see. Then we go wedding, we go, yeah. So I tell my father, mother, see, I'll come with, but this time we must be back. No, all this way, that way. Because you know my story. So they say, no problem. So you, you must learn like that. You see, Saturday, Sunday, I must learn. Every day you learn 10 lines, weekend you learn 5 lines, no problem, but you must learn. So then, inshallah, you'll carry on, carry on, and then you do this tomorrow, Thursday night, you do what I told you now. You're not, you're not Hafiz, so look inside the Quran, and you read all these four surahs. When you finish, then read two rakat namaz, and say, Ya Allah, I practice on the sunnah of Nabi alayhi salam, give me retentive memory, give me supersonic memory. You see, you take Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal. They ask Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal, Rahimahullah, how you remember all these ahadith? He say every hadith of Mustafa, sallallahu alayhi wa I practice on it at least once. So that's one thing. Over 100,000, one, one million days to learn. So this isn't one million ahadith, but it means with the different chains in it. Today we go to our Darulums and Madrasa, the students who are graduating don't even know 20 chains by heart. That's a reality. We have forgotten the science, you must remember. Imam Bukhari, Rahimahullah's teacher, Ali ibn al-Madini, used to say, Ilmu rijal nisfu ilm al-hadith. To know the rijal, to know the narrators, reporters, is knowing half the hadith. Because if you don't know the rijal, then how are you going to know like who's the student and who's the teacher and all these type of things? So one is the rijal, the chain of transmission. And then you come to the text, the matan and so forth. And then you must know who narrated it and who. Therefore, Abdullah is the distinction of this ummah. And Musahim Muslim in a muqaddamah is mentioned, Abdullah ibn Mubarak used to say, Lawlal isnad laqala man sha'a that if you don't have sanat, then people will just say anything about what they want to. See, in this week, one person is saying, Mufti, I want to share a secret with you. You know, he spoke on the voice note. I want to share a secret with you. 
I say, brother, you don't have to speak so soft. It's only me I'm listening here. What's the secret? He said, you know, my grandfather or grandmother or somebody, they had the Baal Mubarak of Nabi alayhi salam, and they told me when they pass away, it must come to me. So they hear Mubarak. So I said, brother, I'm taking an oath that he is not Nabi alayhi salam's hair. You understand? He got a shock. He said, how you can say? I say, in Islam, if you can't prove a chain, that how that hair came to you from Nabi sallallahu till now, then it's not acceptable. That is our Islam. Our Islam is based on chain of transmission. Therefore, Montgomery Watt, Mustashrik, Orientalist, he wrote in his kitab, Formative Period, the book's name, author Montgomery Watt, and the book's name, Formative Period. He said, you Muslims are the only people on the face of this earth. You have something called Sanad and Asanid, chain of transmission. In that book he writes, I'm paraphrasing, he says that you have the report, the reporters and narrators, 500,000 people, where they were born, where they passed away, who their teachers, who their students, all that. No one has this in the world except you Muslims. But we Muslims neglected it. We asked the people, to, they don't even know what is Silsila to Zahab. The golden chain of hadith, when we ask Imam Bukhari, rahimahullah, when I say Imam Bukhari, we ask it means you read the books. So Imam Bukhari says, Amirul Mu'minin fil hadith, Malik and Nafi and Ibn Umar. So Imam Malik narrates from his Ustad Nafi. Nafi reports from his teacher, Abdullah ibn Umar. Abdullah ibn Umar, radiallahu anhu, receives it from Nabi alayhi salam. So that is Sil Silatul Zahab, the golden chain of transmission. So we don't even know these kind of things here, but we say we, we did Hadith Sharif. Now, how can you say you did Hadith? When, that's why I tell these ladies, just forget saying you Alima and all these things. You don't even know one sanad by heart properly and this type of... So we must, we're doing a grave injustice, you must remember this. This was what made Sheikh Yunus and them so great. For what has the Sheikh walks away and he goes to Medina and tells Sheikh Yunus, you sit here and teach Bukhari Sharif, you take my place. The man knew thousands of Asanid by heart. He never got married. He said, I'm married to Bukhari and this type of things. Yeah. When I asked him, what you say of Sheikh Albani? He said, both bare muhaddis. I told him, karte hanafik. He said, jo bhi ho, lekin bare muhaddis. From the horse's mouth. So our people, they don't even know. They study Riyadu Salih. They want to make jara on the old. Sometimes you wonder, you know what's happening. Anyway, so you must learn all these things. So the, now we end up on a nice note on bliss of marriage. So one lady sent a message, right? She said, Mufti, I like your message. Before marriage, that our brother Tobela, he put it, you know, I think. So he said, you yearn for her. Like Suleiman is yearning for her, you see. When you get married, then you earn for her, you see. Now you're married like me now so many years with Allah's help, with Allah's mercy. Then you learn from her. A lot of things the wife, they can teach us, you know, and this type of thing. Then that lady, she said, you must add this one. So we're adding it today. So she said, when she passed away, then you mourn for her, you see. So the ladies are sharpshooters also like that, inshallah. Okay, Suleiman Motayu, yeah, yeah, 12 o'clock, mashallah, news, inshallah. Mona Elias Patel, 12 to 1, striving, you understand, for taqwa. And 1 o'clock, Adhan, 105 to 1.30 will be Surah Baqarah, only verse 61. Only verse 61 today is long verse. 132 Surah Duha. MashaAllah, in our archives, we're coming to the last 22 surahs. Verses 1 to 3. 2 to 3, current affairs with Brother Yusuf Ali. 3 to 335, repeat of QA. MashaAllah, four brothers embrace Islam. 335 to 4, that's the taqwa, the different, you know, types of taqwa and all that. Mona Harun, Rahimamullah, Spingo Beach. 4 to 5, Fazail Ilam or Ulama, the virtues of knowledge and ulama Sheikh Hanif Luharwi in Urdu 5 to 7 Moana Khalid Yaqub 7 to 7.30 the repeat of the tafsir then 7.30 to 8 Maulana Yunus Patel Rahimamullah and 8 to 9 will be Dr. Farooq Hafiji with Brother Shafaat and 9 to 10 will be Sheikh Shu'ib and Muslim Karim with him and inshallah that we should know that our marriages are very very sacred also mashallah so Allah Ta'ala accept everyone and Barakallah Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Jazakumullah khairan to Mufti Sahib and to all our listeners of Sirius FM and Merkaz Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah wal Jamaah.